All right, welcome everyone back to another episode of Is This Movie Still Good? The podcast where we check out if your favorite childhood movies are still good. I am your host, Harrison Fagan. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mia Agraviador, after a month and a half off from (laughs) recording this podcast. Uh, Mia, I feel like the time off has left me rested and refreshed and just ready to put out better podcasts than ever. Yeah, we were busy having our hot girl summer. Yes, exactly. So that's why there's been, you know, a break in the episodes for those of you that have been keeping up with this live, and we appreciate you for doing so. If you are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, that helps us out. Um, So yeah, so we are going to get to Pink Panther today, right? That is your childhood movie, I believe, I remember from the last episode, like seven years ago. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're we're gonna watch Pink Panther. I don't even know what the, I have no idea what this movie is about. Uh, I don't really fully understand the premise other than Steve Martin doing a weird French accent. Um, yep. Is that basically the plot of the movie? Uh, yes. So it's... Well, well so, okay. So let's, let's take this back and get back to the format. Sorry, I'm a little rusty. But what, what did you like about this movie growing up, Mia? Why was, the, why was this, of all things, one of your favorite childhood movies? Um, so uh, I believe I remember watching this movie my elementary school friend told me about it and she had the dvd to it and i went over and watched it at her house and i thought it was the most hilarious thing ever and me and my friend would reference this movie every chance we would get and i feel like every time we were over i was over there yes okay so every time i was over at her house we would watch it and it got to a point where i think my parents went out and got me the dvd to watch it and i how old were you that you were demanding to watch this movie every time you were at her house? God, I think I was in like fourth or fifth selfish. grade. All right. Um, <laughs> you were selfish. Uh, what What do you remember about this movie? Um, I just remember the weird like catchphrases that this movie had. I think there was a scene where he's in a little smart car and he's trying to park and he's going back and forth and hitting the cars. And I thought I was just on the floor busting up laughing and then i think we would always say these weird things in like his fake french accent why'd they pick steve martin to be a french man i don't know so and i think the other actor that's with him is actually like a prominent french actor well that's just the whole studio model where they're like well it's not going to be bankable if we don't have america's leading man steve martin I, i mean what has steve martin done so far uh well no i mean he was big like before you were born no but i know that but like cheaper by the dozen was a big one <laughs> okay it's a huge series okay yeah i just said that just to piss off anyone who listens that's like actually a fan of steve martin's and <laughs> it's like yeah that's what i know him from yeah that's the guy from cheaper by the dozen yeah and cheaper by the dozen too yeah a baker's uh, dozen <laughs> um what else do i remember i remember the whole like he was try- he he goes to America I think at some point and he's learning to do an American accent and he's saying like cheeseburger wrong the entire time oh wow this movie sounds hilarious that was a um, whole five minutes of that oh five minutes all right well <laughs> no but it's funny so that though. almost answers my question of do you think it'll hold up no it's not gonna hold up okay yeah that's what I thought no but, but so once again you pick the movie that's just gonna make me angry <laughs> yeah but um. What's funny is that my mom would say, oh, if you really like Pink Panther, like, you should watch. Because I guess it's an old, like, movie. 
I think. It's based off an old movie. Yeah, or TV show. TV, something like that. Anyways, she's like, why don't we watch the original? And I watched it and I was like, this isn't the Steve Martin version. This sucks. Why is he called the Pink Panther? I don't know. There is neither nor... No, no, there's no Pink Panther. See, that's... Yeah. Great. All right. Really excited to watch this one after that plug. You just really sold it for me. So I guess all of you... I don't know if you're going to watch that movie after this. Mia, frankly, I don't think you did a really good job selling it. Well, Um, we're going to have a double feature because I also like the second one, too. No! (laughs) I'm just just, just messing with you. Okay. But the second one has Beyonce in it. This movie got Beyonce in it. The second one, I think. Wow. Maybe the first one. Oh, I remember there was a Viagra joke in the first one. I never got it until someone had to... I think someone had to explain that to me yeah i would imagine so if you were in elementary school all right anyway so here's the movie go go watch it when you hear the whoosh and after that we're gonna come back what whoosh don't you put in a sound effect not a whoosh do you even listen to our podcast oh no that's my podcast i'm sorry oh my god it's a little guy on the piano it's like ding 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 ding. you want to plug your podcast while you're at it no that's okay all right selfish bastard all right enjoy the movie everyone no All right, and we are back. We just watched Pink Panther. Uh, It is sweltering at our new (laughs) recording time. So if you hear a light misting sound in the background, like you're about to hear just right now, like if you hear that squirt bottle sound, that is us spraying ourselves down because we did not want to have fans on to sacrifice your audio experience. Also, we don't have air conditioning. We don't have air conditioning. I am very damp. I I know that soaking wet i am i guess some could say moist Oof, no yeah because most people don't like that word i just thought it would be funny you know what other word i don't like pink panther okay i was gonna say because <laughs> that was a fucking awful movie oh he uh harrison's opening a perrier right now yeah are we making an asmr okay that's enough <laughs> Um, so yeah, we just finished watching the most god-awful movie I think I've ever made you watch. This puts cats and dogs to shame. Oh, no, I was gonna say, uh, Kiki. Oh my god! (laughs) No! Take that, internet! No! At least cats and dogs was, like, somewhat enjoyable. You mean cats and dogs was somewhat enjoyable? Yeah, that's what I meant. So you're not gonna defend Kiki? Oh, <laughs> no, Kiki was a phenomenal movie, and everyone knows that it's a good movie. You're just an idiot that doesn't understand. Yes, I'm sure that movie about a child witch was too deep for me. <laughs> Anyways, this movie was horrendous. I Yeah, it was just, it was one of those movies where I was sitting there watching it, and it wasn't even like... Enjoyable. Like, it was bad. But, like, some bad movies are kind of fun or enjoyable. It was just like... There were like maybe two or three parts where I even cracked a smile. I just like, like was not interested no. in the movie at I all. I was bored. Yeah. So and for I've those seen of you, this movie. So for those of you that haven't, you know, ever watched this movie, and I wouldn't blame you if you haven't ever watched this movie. I guess we should do the uh, summary under 60 seconds. Yeah. Wow, that's a good title for this. Yeah, we haven't recorded stumbled into how that. long? Yeah, it's been a while. Summary in 60 seconds. Summary in 60 seconds. Okay, starting... No, you're doing the summary. I know. Okay. Starting now. Wait, hold on. I thought it was under a minute. Okay, so... Yeah, but summary in 60 seconds sounds more alliterative. How many many seconds are in a minute? 60. (laughs) Are you serious? 
Maybe it's so high, I can't think. Like all my oh thoughts, yeah, okay, that's your all, my all right. Starting sweating. now, go. Okay, so Jason Statham is a soccer coach, and he gets murdered because he has like a pink diamond on his ring, and he's also dating Beyonce. Um, at a so- he gets murdered on a soccer field. Somehow, no one notices, despite all the cameras that are on soccer fields, and um. Then, like, they try to, this one guy who I'm not really sure who he is tries to send Steve Martin, but he's French, to investigate, but, like, tries to spy on him and, like, frame him for being bad at his job, even though he already is bad at his job, so you don't really need to frame him for that. Um, And then Steve Martin doesn't really solve the case, so they kick him off and disgrace him because he gets into a fight with the TSA agent and gets bitten by a dog um, because of hamburgers. And, um, And then it turns out that Beyonce was the villain the whole time, kind of, but not really. It was actually this other guy that was like a minor side character before, and I still have 10 seconds left, so suck it. I got it done. Wow, you get a celebratory spray. Oh, thank you. Uh, even more moist now. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much the whole movie. And apparently it's not Jason Statham. That wasn't Jason Statham? No, it wasn't. It was some other guy. Because I was looking at the IMBD. No, I bet he just didn't want to be credited for that. That was 1,000% That Jason was 1,000% not him at all. Okay, well, that basically ruins my notes. Because I was going to say, this is the lamest Fast and Furious spinoff ever. I mean, you can kind of say it. Hold on. I'm looking up. Okay, I stand corrected. That was Jason Statham. Yeah, I told you it was. He wasn't even Very in the obviously was. Ja- yeah, of course, because he probably didn't want to be credited for that movie. <laughs> well, he didn't talk. I didn't hear his He's accent. Like, I don't... Yeah, they, he probably just couldn't do an accent, and they're just like, "All right, we're gonna kill your character off immediately." Can you do a British a- or a French accent? He just does a British accent. They're like, "Whoa, we already paid for him." Okay. Well, he- we already have one bad accent in the movie, and Steve <laughs> Martin. So. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about Steve Martin, because I was reading on IMDb that there were a lot of other. You know, it's IMDb, right? <laughs> It's just so hot. Okay, I can't think. It's just... Uh, um, apparently, Jim Carrey was in talks of uh, playing the role. Yes. Wait, what do you mean, yes? You know, too? Yeah, I looked at... I, I too, looked at the fun facts on IMDb, Mia. I, uh... uh how was I saying it? Uh, you were saying IMBD. I am BD. Okay. BD Wong. <laughs> um, so, yeah... More fun facts about this really bad movie. Uh, Chris Tucker, Jim Carrey, and Robin Williams were early contenders to play Steve Martin's part. Robin Williams. Can you imagine that? Probably would have been better than this. Oh my god, this was awful. I feel like, honestly, any one of them would have been better than this. Yeah, I don't know what Steve Martin was trying to play He apparently, I was reading, he wanted so badly to do this film. Like, he didn't want to be a part of the film until he was able to show the original actor some of his, like, concepts and whatever. Yeah, so, and I guess that guy just signed off on it and was like, yeah, this is a great idea. He's probably close to death. He's like, whatever. I'll get the royalties. French? I believe he's British. Oh, then no wonder he doesn't care. He's like... (laughs) He's like, fuck the French. He's like, well, I did an offensive accent, and I had an offensive, uh, I believe, Chinese partner? Wasn't that the original thing in the original Kato. show? Yeah, Cater. Yeah, okay, Cater. Cater? Cato. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, yeah, and so they recast that part as, like, a French guy, and... And it's funny, because he's a prominent French actor. Did you ever watch Leon the Professional? Oh, yes, I did recognize him from that. That's okay. him. That, okay. How sad is that? He's an actual French man. 
no one else around him is French. And they're just taking a giant shit on his culture. And how is he okay with that? Yeah, I, well, he just looked depressed the whole he movie. Did. So he I don't know like... if that was his character or if that was it. He's just like, every scene, he was like, really? My agent got me this? Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, I mean, there was just like, I don't know. There was, the, the one part that kind of made me laugh was like, there was some of the physical comedy was kind of funny and held up. Like, just randomly, like, all the violence that bikers underwent in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, like, it just feeds into the stereotype of, like, French people. They're like, oh, they're always having the Tour de France. Yeah, the the, the Tour de France was the was going on during the entire movie. Yeah. It was just, it never ends. There. Tour de France or Tour de France? I think it's Tour de France. I'm learning so much on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, so... Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to say about this movie. Okay, well, I think you can play dumb and still be funny, but this was just outrageously dumb. Like, it was to the point where he was so dumb, it didn't make a goddamn sense. It was was like a bunch of interconnected Saturday Night Live skits, like bad ones, that just didn't work. Well, he's just so unaware of everything. It's just not even funny. It's just, it makes you think, like, who is putting up with this shit? Oh, it's everyone around him is just standing there waiting for him to be done with whatever bullshit he's doing. And then they go on to the next scene. It's just no reaction to it from anyone, you know? Yeah, it, I, I think it would have been funnier if there was more reaction from the people of, like, wow, this guy is, like, a weirdo. Like, there were more kind of baffled looks as to, like, why is he doing this? But everybody just treated him like this was totally normal. Yeah. That's what pissed me off. And it wasn't funny. It was just stupid. And I'm like, okay, when is he going to stop doing... Like the one scene where he had the two cars and he was parking his little smart car and he went all the way back and hit the first car all the way in the front. There was a a big amount of room. It didn't make sense why he would keep doing that, though. It doesn't make sense, Harrison! (laughs) And then the whole thing about um, the secretary. And they always had... That was... That was a little problematic by today's standards. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that when I was younger, but then, like, watching it now, no wonder everyone had that weird look every time they walked in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to explain it, it's the secretary played by Emily Mortimer. She's a British actress. She didn't deserve to be in this. No one did. <laughs> no one did. Especially Beyonce. <laughs> Except for Steve Martin, apparently. Yeah, since, like, fuck He decided him. that this would be really funny. Yeah. Um, every time they're... Uh, Steve Martin's character and her character were together, they would get in these, like, really awkward positions. And yeah, then was, someone would walk in. He was basically in. constantly sexually harassing her. It was so weird. Okay, so when she was standing up on the table, and he's like, oh, I'll help you down. And then he's like, oh, put your leg over my shoulder. And it was, like, two of her legs over the shoulder. I'm like, that that makes no logical sense. Why, why would she agree I think to that? they were, like, making fun of the fact that, like, like, French people are, you know, like, the stereotype is that they're very sexually liberated. They would have been like, oh, this is normal. Like, you know, like, the part where he was saying, like, I don't want to get accused of anything unsavory, like, by having you stay here late at night, so why don't you just leave the office? And then as she's leaving, he pats, he kisses her on the lips and pats her on the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, I think they were just making fun of how casual that was. So, like, I get that it was satire. But it, it was, was just stupid. like, it yeah, it wasn't no funny. It wasn't. Yeah, it just didn't work. Like, like a lot of things in this movie. There was just almost none of it that worked. There was that guy that, like, because he didn't want, like, he, the only reason he, the overseer of Steve Martin, I forget his character's name, but the guy who hired him originally and brought him in as, like, this fall guy. It's like, I'm going to set him up. He's not going to be able to solve this case, and then I'm going to come in and solve it so that I can be the hero. 
why not just solve it in the first place? (laughs) If you're so confident, like, that's the biggest plot hole in this movie is that he felt the need to bring in this other guy to, like, mess up first so that he could be the hero and then was mad that he was kind of doing well at first, so set him up for more failure. Um, And, like, the fact that he only really failed because he couldn't say the word hamburger at TFA. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know? No, the biggest plot, sorry, the biggest, the biggest plot point or plot hole is that Beyonce actually liked Steve Martin's character. No, the biggest no. plot hole was that anyone liked him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like coming off of like the Beyonce that I know now, she would not take any of his shit. Her character was stupid as fuck. And I felt really bad because I'm like, she's a really not a great actress. <laughs> No, yeah. She is not a great actress. Yeah. It's okay. Um, She's good at other things. You don't need to force the actress thing on her. I don't have a bunch of, like, deeper thoughts on this movie just then that almost none of it worked. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it's like I said, it was just like, it was almost just a bunch of, like, interconnected, loosely interconnected skits. It wasn't even really a plot. It was just like, okay, well, now we're going to have him do a funny interrogation. Now he's going to, like, you know, make some jokes about, like, he's trying hamburgers for the first time. Now he's going to try and do an American accent. Now he's going to try, like, none of this stuff, it just, none of it felt natural. None of it felt like a world that human beings would live in. And that's fine if you're making, like, a cartoon and it's played up or, like, you're having people naturally react to this weirdo or whatever, but just, for whatever reason, in this movie it just did not work at all i understand why you as a child liked it because it was just like very random and stupid and like that's kind of still your style of humor now as yeah, but like it's sophisticated someone, I, as someone who sits in bed and watches vines for 20 minutes like a night generally like old vines on youtube just on repeat i'm not gonna call your sense of humor sophisticated okay but like I, like, watching this, I, I kind of, like, was seeing the lines in my head. Because I was like, oh, shit, I remember saying that. And I remember saying that. Yeah, and I just wanted to um, travel back in time and take my, what, 13, 12-year-old self, slap her in the face. You thought this movie was funny when you were 12? I assumed you saw it when you were, like, 6. I don't remember ages very well. It was just like I a... I don't remember how to say IMDB very well. So. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know anything anymore, because this movie has just made me sweat out of uncomfortableness. Yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, normally we try to go a lot deeper on the set, what worked, what didn't, but I just don't... Like, nothing worked, so... And this thing got a sequel. That's... S- someone thought, oh... This one. I must have done well at the box office. Steve Martin was kind of a big name back then. So back it was then? Yeah. I'm sure this was his career ruiner. Could have been. Well, so that's kind of leads me to... I, I wanted to do this like as an impromptu segment. Uh, I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I know you weren't prepared. But I was thinking like power rankings of actors that should have fired their agent for getting them a role <laughs> in this movie. And Steve Martin, number one. No, honestly, I feel like Beyonce, number one. She made a hit song. Like that song Hit. That- Okay, not hit, but I had never heard that song or heard. No, of it there before. was another song she made. It's a different song. It was for like the credits, maybe I don't know. Oh, I think she might still play that at her concerts, but. Oh well, in that case, then okay, maybe she moves down it for me. But for me, I'd put her at number one. Oh, I for just, sure. Like that role was so demeaning, and yeah. so disgusting. Like I don't know how she was like okay with that. But then again, Jay Z cheated on her, and she kept him. So. I question her moral judgment. Yeah, but she made, like, uh, an entire album dissing him first, so... That's true. That was pretty cathartic. Who's trapped in the house with who? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I guess like after after Beyonce for me, it would probably be Steve Martin, even though it seems like he pretty willingly signed himself up for this movie. Just the fact that his agent did not like tackle him and prevent him from doing this movie. Yeah, I feel like they were I, yeah. a little negligent. I feel like this was a Steve Martin movie and it seemed like he was making he was he was making the choices he wanted to do. Yeah. And the director was like, A lot okay, of it everyone felt like else, bad improv. Yeah. Everyone else needs to react to it. Nobody wanted to. Yeah. They're like, no. Yeah, but it was like they had like they got one improv person and then hired a bunch of like classically trained actors. Yeah, and then and then shockingly, like, the movie wasn't good. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you think of the storyline? No, I was I was just obviously I didn't think the storyline was good. Oh, I was kidding. I think number three for me is uh, I'm gonna say Jason Statham. Although actually, <laughs> no, you know what? Not Jason Statham because he somehow his agent was able to keep him from being uncredited for this film. So it never God has bless to. Him. Only people that watch it will be like, wait a second, is that and, Jason Statham in the beginning of this movie? And Clive Owens too. He wasn't credited at all. He was oh, the double. He 006. was the double oh six, like the James Bond knockoff. So fun fact. No, I was gonna say it because it was a callback reference to Clive Owen almost being the next Bond after Pierce Brosnan, and then they also tried to get Pierce Brosnan to play the double oh six. You know, it's Pierce Brosnan, right? Good. <laughs> you know, it's close enough where people can tell what I'm talking about. Okay, so just let me Yeah, live. but there's nothing funny in that movie, so I have to keep people entertained by doing funny things like roasting you. Anyways, is that what you were going to say? Yeah. It was yeah, supposed to be I Pierce. also read INDB, bitch. <laughs> it was supposed to be Pierce Brosnan, but his contract prevented him from appearing as a tuxedo super agent in it for like five years after the Bond films, which is kind of like a funny clause. That in your con- I didn't realize stuff like that happened, but I guess they're like, no, you don't get to leave and then make fun of James Bond. No, no, Pierce Brosnan. And he's no. all like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go sing in Mamma Mia. God, that was a good movie. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know. How much did I this mean, that French the... guy honestly probably should have. Oh, poor guy. After... Although, I, like, what else was he doing? The so... Da Vinci Code. He was in the Da Vinci Code, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Good for him. He turned it around then. I think that movie was after this one. Uh, that movie was pretty bad. They had Tom Hanks in a fucking toupee. Yeah, but I thought people liked that movie. No? No. Oh. No one liked the book either. No, a lot of people like the book. I met a lot of people that like the book. That's a stupid book. I hope you know that. Okay, well, I've never read it, so... Okay, then there you go. I don't know how to read. Um, do you know how much this movie made? Nope. I don't either. I'm going to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) You keep our audience entertained? Oh, while you continue to bang on the table with the mic. I just want all of you to know that every time you hear that light knocking sound, no one's at her door. It's just Mia cannot control herself from smacking her elbows down on the table, hitting the table, dropping her phone on the table, throwing the squirt bottle down on the table, despite the fact that this is a microphone that is sitting on the table and it rocks and moves and makes a light knocking sound every single time that she does something like that. Um, so the budget was uh, 80000 80. Eighty million dollars. Is that? Please tell me I'm right. That's eighty million dollars, right? It cost them eighty million dollars to make this movie. Yeah. How much did they make? They make back. Uh, it looks like they made uh like total like a hundred and fifty eight million. So they made their money back. So they all they actually basically doubled it. It so was probably me I because I bought the DVD. Yeah. It was, I was, that was part. Bo- of that was box office. So that wasn't even talking about the DVD. Um, anyway, we need to move on. I'm not spending any more time on this movie. Um, it's too hot. I can't yeah, do it. For our net, I'm sorry, everyone, about this episode. I know this was not our best. It still was not as bad as the legendary 
Happy Gilmore deleted the lost, episode. The lost, the lost. The lost episode that we wasted all that time on. But, it, you know, this wasn't our best. So I want to apologize formally to everyone. We just I didn't have the great. best material to work with. I thought it was great. Because Mia has terrible taste in childhood movies. <laughs> um, for me, I am going to... I, I figured out what I want us to watch next week. Yeah. Is it going to be next week? Are you going to schedule that? Oh, well, okay. Next movie. Um, but probably next week. Maybe this week. I don't know. We got time. You're on vacation right now. Uh, Suicide Squad. That is not a childhood movie. I know. I'm just kidding. Fantastic Four. First or second one? Let's watch the first one. The first one was the one that I remembered, like, unabashedly loving. Not, not the reboot. Not the reboot. The original one with Jessica Alba. So, we're going to watch that. I already know it's not going to hold up, but I just want to see, like, is it as bad as everyone says it is, or are there redeeming qualities to that movie? So, we're going to decide. And it's not a sports movie, so you can't complain. I can't. Actually, I'm very surprised that you have a childhood movie that doesn't involve balls. Uh, okay, so I guess we have reviews. Are you going to read these? Yes. This is from Dodger84578. Love the podcast, but how dare you not like Kiki's delivery service? What the heck? Mia, you're cool. Keep doing you. That was really nice. I like that. Uh, I guess thanks? No. Only to me. Okay, can you stop shaking the table with your leg? I know this isn't what you're trying to do, but give... Oh, this is from N. Karnick. Karnick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know who who this is. Oh, okay. Uh, I know this isn't what you're trying to do, but Gimkata... J oh, G Y M K A T A, but Jim Cotta, yeah, Jim Cotta, I think. Jim Cotta is as bad as anything ever made, but can be accidentally funny. In high school and in college, my friends would do bad movie weekends at my mom's house. Jim Cotta was probably our favorite. Remo Williams was another good, another one we love for no good reason. So I guess uh, we may have to check those out. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we could we could maybe make some some like popular suggestions for okay. movies or whatever. Yeah, thank you, and Karnick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from dbrew41 knowledge and comedic timing are unparalleled loved hearing them but most of the time I just download and don't listen lol jk what was okay joking? well that was like kind of mean well no that wasn't mean because you at least are supporting the podcast so I appreciate you're not listening to this but, but I you gave pre- us a five star review thank you that's all that counts that's all and that all matters. of you that didn't all you told me was I hate you Harrison <laughs> what about me no, they, they clearly like you, so... Uh, okay. Um, this is from Karen from Human Resources. Such podcast, much movies. Five-star review. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> that was me. Oh, okay. Well, why, did, why would you even read that on air, then? I, it's good. It's a good uh, username. It's also going to be my stripper name. Oh, my God. All right, this is from Big Woo! Larry... <laughs> This is from Big Larry from Worcester. Worcester? Worcester. I don't don't even know who that is. (laughs) I was in a rut because of the greatness of this podcast. Oh, I was in a rut, and because of the greatness of this podcast, I was inspired to quit my job, build a log cabin in the wilderness, find my one true love, start a family, and lose 15 pounds. These hosts, especially Harrison, are incredibly talented and a testament to how good podcasting can be. Wow. Wow. That was really nice. Wow. Thank you, Big Larry from Worcester. Worcester? 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 I don't know how to say that. But I'm glad that you, you know, you probably don't live there anymore because I don't think 
I mean, maybe you could have it. I don't know. Can don't you know listen to podcasts out in the cabin in the wilderness? I have no idea. But thank you. Uh, you know, I guess you probably aren't a listener anymore if you live out in the wilderness. But that's what we can do for you on this podcast. So, so subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> As I have an aneurysm. Um, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We uh, will read it. Maybe... In the next, like, five episodes when we remember. Yeah, we will read it, like, once we remember that that is a promise that we made again. Um, we're going to be honest with all of you guys. You know, we don't always remember. This is a rinky-dink operation here. Yeah, it's not a high-quality or, like, highly, this you know, prepared operations. This is a project of operations. love. Yeah. Oh, I love you, too. Okay. Anyways. Right, whatever. I guess the podcast is over. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. Go to home, Larry and uh, Worcester. <laughs>